Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Welcome in. It's Balloon Party driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. We're on the YouTube uh, Air Alliance team cameras right now. Jackson looks like he's going to go out and ball strike. Get uh, Where are you going? Log cabin today? Uh, no, going public today. Ooh, yeah. I could tell he like, just got nauseous saying yeah, that word. Yeah, I know. It's like I shudder when I say it. But yeah, playing, uh, I'll play Stone Wolf today. I'll, you know, I support the Metro East. I'm just going to go to work. Just like uh, the, the kind of, I'm kind of a lunch pail guy. Yeah, meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes guy. Hey, let's have Tim over for some meat and we'll have some potatoes too. Right. Right. I can't imagine what it would be like to go out and play golf after doing this show. But that's what Jackson's going to do. I just imagine you eating some like mutton and then just raw potatoes. And why do you say that? Because I'm Irish. Was that a potato famine joke? I hope you apologize later on on Twitter. I already had to apologize for the Tiger Board comments yesterday. Thank you. We're fresh off of an interview on TMA with Erica and Drew Swings. That's Swings with a Z. You can look them up. Right. Home Run Derby hitters. Uh, YouTube.com slash TMASTL if you'd like to watch that. It was a great interview. It was a great mm-hmm. interview. Um, but I, I, I said to Jackson and Rockio when I was walking in here today, I said, I got to be honest with you. I've got like sports opinions. Ew. I know. I feel worse about that than playing the public course. I know. I know. So I can't wait to hear what questions you have because they're timely. We've got uh, the baseball playoffs. We've got all kinds of sound from that. I assume you can transfer that from down the hall in HD2 land to the real world of HD1. Um, we talked about Armstrong's comments yesterday since uh, we were live on the air and played the press conference and then reacted. Most people on 101 and most people on TMA, for that matter, were on board with what he said huh? and liked it and thought it was refreshing and honest and organic and transparent. Uh, so the Blues, as they open up the season tonight, I can't wait. I have been watching a lot of Blackhawks, a lot of Golden Knights. You had the Blackhawks and Bruins last night, Blackhawks and Penguins to open up the season. The uh, Lightning and now Ryan O'Reilly with Predators getting a goal. Bedard got his first goal last night. Jackson, will you be watching the Blues and the Stars or you could be listening to it right here on 101 ESPN with pregame getting underway at 6 p.m.? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Oh, I'm going to watch. Hmm. I'm going to watch. high pitch, yeah, and then it got higher. I'm going to call. No, I'm gonna, see, what, see what you do on the flop. I'm, I'm gonna, my, my plan is to watch this evening. My plan is to watch. Now, I'm, you know, just like a Cardinal game. What if Killian Murphy pops up in your head and you're like, you know, I wouldn't mind watching season two, episode three of Peaky Blinders. I've kind of completed his filmography, so I don't really feel the need to, you know, break it back out but like you yeah, know I did that with Janine yeah haven't we all and then uh, you know so maybe if Inception you know about hour two of Inception pops up maybe I'll switch over during one of the intermissions but no my plan is to be locked in to Blues hockey will it be tough to watch knowing that you in your mind anyway should be the Blues color analyst this year and there's going to be Jamie Rivers taunting you the whole time yeah some people might you know be like ah oh, sour grapes I'm not going to like watch out of that but I use this motivation to get fuel. better. I'm only 25 years old. You, you know? got plenty of time. Right. So I use it kind of like a, you know Tim Tebow on a press conference. I use it as fuel. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Nice reference. So uh, Blues and Stars this evening, I, I really can't wait to watch. I don't know why. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't really know why I'm so enthused about watching it. I was watching last night and watching two nights ago, and I'm going, I really can't wait to watch the Blues play. 
and then maybe it'll be awful and I'll go, oh boy. Yeah. But I, I don't know. For some reason, I'm going in, not necessarily going, oh, Stanley Cup, but I guess kind of feeling like a free roll. Like if they're good, you're not necessarily expecting yeah. them to be great. So just be like, oh, this is nice. Or maybe you start seeing some pieces of the foundation for the future. Sure. I think both of those could be the case. I think similar tenor, obviously a little different because it's their first season, but similar to the to city where you're kind of, you're, everything's gravy, you know, wins are great, but you're not expecting much. And that's kind of like a, uh, I don't know what the ref- a freeing feeling. You know, you're kind of free. You know, you're without expectation because teams going in with expectation, things go wrong. See the Cardinals in 2023. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then it's disappointment and almost like heartache. Whereas opposed to this, it's like ah, if they lost, kind of expected. If they win, hey, look at us. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. so Blues and Stars tonight here on 101 ESPN, and uh, Jackson will do his full uh, game breakdown tomorrow right here at 10 o'clock and I'll just sit and listen honestly right, right. it's going to take a lot of restraint for me not to just go IG live right after uh, the third period and start screaming right yeah yeah Kevin Hayes holding him accountable yeah you've had him in your crosshairs ever since he came over from the Flyers oh my god he's on the Rangers first though right he's Rangers at, Flyers and now Blues I mean I, I wonder now if the Blues and Baileys are getting together in between their bankruptcy hearings and saying maybe maybe we just bring Jackson up as kind of like the third guy in the booth you know, you know like an Aikman Collins sort of thing <laughs> right I so, so going to the game Saturday Kevin Hayes was number 12 oh my god I mean what's going on here but I just don't think it's a great hockey number I'm huh. I'm really into the 80s for hockey take. numbers like I think anything in the 80s looks really good with those big numbers on the back of hockey jerseys I really Do you like, like Bedard's them. number 98 yeah. oh my god yeah, yeah, 98. Now, that's obviously he's younger than 1998. I wonder if that's kind of like a, a kind of a nod to Wayne Gretzky. Obviously, you'd never wear 99, but 98, you know, I don't know. Wow. I don't know the significance behind that, but I do. That's a good number, too. I'm starting to wonder if you're the next Doc Emrick. Peter Puck, yeah. I could uh, school people in the game. Still just a, I still just a tad confused on the whole icing thing, but we'll get there. Boy, so much equity, and then just, 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 just you know, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to torch all the equity I built up, well, just right there at the end. I think transparency builds equity as well. It does. Yeah. But the man who was so transparent this time on our station yesterday also has the equity of winning a chalice, whereas you thought during that same year Patrick Waugh was the netminder for the team the Blues beat. Hence Mistake your lack of equity. Right. Right. Well. You know, you just got to be honest with the listeners. I'm sure some of the people listening thought Patrick Waugh was in net for the Bruins. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what number he wore. Jackson will miss the Blues game because he'll be watching Erica Swings and Brianna Coppage on OnlyFans. That's from Marcia's Burner. No, no. I uh, appreciate them coming on the uh, airwaves. Yeah, but, both friends of the show now. Right, yeah. So, you know, God bless them. But no, I won't be watching that. Who is this asshat and what did you do with Piddles? That's from the 636. The people are starting to see you committed to the NHL this year. You committed to the St. Louis Blues this year, and now you're just kind of spitting knowledge. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, 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 I wish Kevin Hayes, I don't like just, I don't like 12 for a hockey number. It's not, or icing. Yeah, I don't actually like 12 in any sport. I don't think it's a good number. What about Tony Bank? Tony Bank, yeah. Obviously, Tom Brady wore it, Aaron Rodgers wore it, but. Right, but other than those. Yeah, I just I don't I don't think twelve is a great Kirk Heinrich, uh, you know Captain Canada. He wore it with the sure, Bulls, of course. Rock chalk. Ugh, yeah, I forgot about you that. You brought him up, bro. Uh, you're you right. brought him up. Hey, brief aside, because I know this will activate you. While you're clearly on a dopamine rush of hockey knowledge, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to give a controversial take on uniforms. Oh, and now we're talking. 
I really liked what the twins were wearing last night. God bless you. I was saying that to my dad yesterday. I love that uniform. The Twin Cities with the flags that say M. With kind of a, what, what, what color is the background? It's like a cream. Yeah. It's like a cream and off-white. Yeah, I, looked at, I think it's they're home. It's classic. Yeah. It's just classic. And Twin Cities I in the script. I think you would like it because it's kind of an old money look. It's like, hey, we're simple, but we're wealthy. Yeah, sorry, we signed your paychecks. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that, that, th- That's what that uniform tells me. I think the whole Twins rebrand starting, I guess, in the mid 2010s when they moved to Target Field, yeah, they tore down the, the dome. The dome that blew the air out when they were up at bat and then blew the air in when the Cardinals in yeah. 87 were up and the Braves in 91 were up. Got rid of the pinstripes, which did hold a special place in my heart because a little big league. But uh, having said that, like the new uniforms look great. They kept the great TC hats, a world-class hat. And then that u- uniform with the Twin Cities and the scripts across the chest. It's a sharp look. World-class. But I would think that some people wouldn't like it because they like the teal and they like the busy uniforms. Yeah, the I Diamondbacks think- wear. But I like something simple, right. classic. Agreed. And it's Give a, me Penn State's uniforms. Is it simple? Sure. But I'm a simple man. I'm a meat and potatoes kind of guy. Right. I'm going to stay away from that topic. Um, but yeah, I think that the simpler the better. I love Penn State's uniforms. And the Twins, it's the perfect cream. Like I think the Giants overdo it, where it kind of looks like dirty, but the Twins do it perfectly. So the Cardinals for the Saturday uniforms. Adam freaking Oates wore number 12. Got it. Got it. I, I, it doesn't matter who wore it. It's aesthetically unpleasing to my eyeballs. So, but you, I mean, Adam Oates and Brett Hall. Right. I, I, I'm not getting rid of like the uh, the legacy behind the number. It I'm sounds just like saying, you're trying to erase Adam Oates from Blues history. I'm really not. Reason. I just. Why are you trying to cancel Adam Oates? And will you tweet that out? Nobody should have an opinion about what I feel is aesthetically pleasing. It's they're my eyeballs. So you're not me. Will you apologize, to Adam Oates, on the Blues station? No. Nah. No. Twitter. X? Mm, no. That MySpace. Never, that never really goes Tom. well. No, that's a place that, that's a bastion of truth. Guys, I think the Twins are still the only team to win two World Series without winning a single road game. It's from the 3-1-4. I do not know that, but I would agree with the texter that this uh, person texting in is correct. That sounds right. They lost games 3-4-5 and five in St. Louis. They lost games 3-4-5 yeah. and five in Atlanta. Yeah. And, that- and they have a building that was a farce. <laughs> Speaking of which, the Rangers will host the Astros. Now, that, that, that building, that, that warehouse they built is a tribute to the Dome in downtown St. Louis with the same lighting. Right. I understand it's like nice like outside of what it looks like when you're watching the game, but, yeah. the, but the, the lighting in there reminds me of the Dome. And it's like, oh, it's three or four years old. What a what an aesthetically displeasing building. But there's your LCS, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. The true. Astros vanquished... The Rangers last night, Justin, or vanquished the Twins last night in their lovely uniforms. They'll play the Rangers now. Those two teams, they don't like each other. They scrapped this year. They did battle in the American League West. Justin Verlander got to handle the postgame toast. Here is what he had to say. We bleeped out all these Fs because, you know what I always say, how will I explain <laughs> that to my kids? Right. Uh, here it is. Let me see. Who's going to do the celebration? Who want to do the celebration? Me. Yeah. Who wants to I'm doing the World Series. You do this. Seasons, you know, nothing went our f-ing way early. We battled through injuries. Yeah. Um, we f-ing grinded. I wasn't even f-ing here. <laughs> I was happy to be back. Yeah. Seventh f-ing time. Seventh f-ing time. All right. Don't look that. Don't take that for granted. On seven. Everybody pop these balls. <laughs> One, two, three. Oh!
I got to tell you, and I don't know why, and I don't know how uh, those of you in the listening audience feel about it. I didn't realize that they had been to seven straight LCSs. Crazy, right? That's insane. Now, when I think about it, I'm like, oh, yeah. I guess they probably have, but I just don't think about it. Whereas the team that they are chasing for the number of straight, the 90s Braves, strike me as this absolute dynasty in the National League. Like when they came to town during the regular season, you're like, oh, God. You know, who's it going to be? Maddox, Smoltz, yeah. Glavin. Yeah, well, one, two, three. Denny Nagel was pretty good at a time before he went to Colorado. But uh, the, I don't I don't view the Astros the same way. I'm sure part of that is is because of the cheating scandal. Right. right. Yeah, wrapped up in that stuff. But I don't view them in the same way as I think those who were around then would view the 90s Braves. But maybe I'm off the mark. But either way, there it is. Seven straight LCSs. Yeah, I think... You can't say the Braves were much more successful because the Braves only got one World Series in that whole run. If anything, I think they feel like they left some putts out there, so to speak. Right. I think maybe give it 10 years and then you'll see kind of that. Because, you know, like any time the nostalgia factor. Yeah, but the cheating thing, I think, will always hang over that. Oh, I mean, and um, rightfully or unrightfully so. Yeah, but that's always saying that shouldn't hang over it. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, well, you said rightfully and rightfully. I'm just asking. I'm, I can read back what you said. Well, depending on what people feel on it, but... You think some people were supportive of it? Um, I'd like to talk to the fan base in Houston and their thoughts on it. But yeah, I mean, rightfully so. They're going to be wrapped up in that forever. Having said that, you know, there's been controversy across baseball for years, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. Who, who else has tainted championships? Talked about the Minnesota Twins and their air conditioning. <laughs> Right, that is uh, started the Royals in '85. The Patriots, Patriots. Oh, I forgot cross sports. Yeah, yeah I don't even. I mean, the Royals thing sucked, but that's like the Royals did it. You know right, what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, you know, but that is that's kind of the problem with a, a controversy like that is that sometimes it's not your fault, but you get wrapped up into it. You know, like, kind of like the Patri- the Patriots. I'm not talking about like the Spygate thing, but like Tuck Rule and stuff like that. You know, they didn't make the refs right. call one way or the other. You know, there's things like that that go on all the time. All right, fair enough. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jackson is, from my standpoint, at the very least getting most improved year over year. Uh, as we are on the the doorstep of the 2023-2024 season, Jackson is conveying hockey knowledge that, at this point, I almost feel like class is in session from 10 to 11. Yeah, I would feel the same way if I was the listeners. So, uh, what a treat that you have committed to... Uh, the NHL and the St. Louis Blues this year. And I think all of your critics will be sending in texts, apologizing and tipping their cap yeah. to you for the work you have done. But that's not what I do it for. You know, what I do, do you it, do it for? Uh, I do it for my own self-belief, you oh. know, because like you put something in front of me and say, can you do this? The answer is always yes. God, that's inspiring. The answer is always yes. Can I do it? Yes. I believe in myself. Will I do it? That's the question. And I think I will. What a tease. What a wonderful tease. It sets the stage for the final 40 minutes of this program because it's already 10-19. It is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. It's Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan Action Jackson with you. The program is presented to you by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Man, I can't say enough good things about them. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganis. I was texting with Clayton today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why well, you got to drop a humble brag on the show? <laughs> I That's like my thing. <sighs> it's tiring. 
anyway, uh, we are on the Air Alliance team cameras on YouTube. How's the YouTube chat going? Tiny PP in there? Uh, I've been so locked in hockey pop, pop, that I have four is in there. Pop, pop, three, one, four. Hello, pop, pop. What's Tim and Jackson's handle on Tiger Board? That's from Jeff. Is that, do you say Klaus or Close? Um, I'll say Klaus. Uh, I don't post on Tiger Board. You might be surprised. I have about eight accounts. Uh, yeah, there is some Missouri news. I wasn't going to lead with this, but since Jeff asked, uh, it makes me think of the Missouri news. I was texting with the Colonel Gabe DeArmond, who is with us every Friday on Balloon Party, presented by the great James Carlton of Carlton Insurance and Webster Groves, online at carltoninsurance.net. And, uh, and I said, how would you represent this news as a Power Mizzou subscriber um, that I was reading last night, which is significant? Five-star recruit. Ryan Wingo of St. Louis U High, uh, one of the rivals riders, has now got him as going to Missouri. Now, of course, Ryan Wingo has not announced. He's always said he's going to announce on December 20th. Yep. But uh, he made that announcement. So Gabe said, I'm not sure it's breaking news, but what I report is that indications are Missouri has serious momentum. Wingo was at the LSU game this past Saturday. Uh, and then our Midwest analyst for rivals, Clint Cosgrove, put in a prediction for Mizzou to land him. So that got people buzzing. And uh, and then Gabe said, I actually think the bigger news is McClellan, to be honest. And that's not necessarily to be clear that he's saying McClellan's a better player than Wingo. That's not what he's saying. What Gabe's reporting is, whereas logically, I think some people on the outside looking in, and you don't have to be a Missouri fan to think this way, is you go, okay, well, if if Wingo's going there and I want to try to get myself to the NFL then maybe it wouldn't make sense for me to also go there as a wide receiver. They're both wide receivers. But as it turns out, according to Gabe's uh, reporting, McClellan, who's at CBC, uh, and Wingo are close, and they want to play together. And so if Wingo goes to Missouri, Gabe's reporting is, then it increases the chances substantially that McClellan decommits from Ohio State and joins Wingo at Missouri. Whereas if Wingo decides to go to Texas, for example, where he was initially reported to be going in September by rivals, uh, then it's likely that McClellan either stays at Ohio State or he's also talked with Oregon. Mm -hmm. And so then he doesn't come to Missouri. So in a weird way, Wingo going to take touches in Columbia as wide receiver helps bring a guy who would compete for him for touches, compete with him for touches in McClellan. And so you're talking about a four and a five star uh, coming to Columbia. And by the way, you go, well, will Luther Burden be around? And I know it's tough to keep track of the college rules because they are always changing, uh, not necessarily evolving, but always changing. And Burden uh, can't go to the NFL until after his junior year. So Wingo and McClellan are both seniors. And that means you could have a wide receiving core of Luther Burden, Ryan Wingo, and McClellan all on the Missouri roster right. next year. With Mookie Cooper and Mackay Miller also How do you do? waiting in the wings. Yeah, and I mean, we've seen, and this is obviously an extreme example, but we've seen two top-tier wide receivers work really well in tandem and so much so that they got drafted, and I believe both in the top 10, with Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. So just because you have two great receivers on one team, plenty of touches go around, Tim. And if you think, oh, that's nice. And if you think through it, if and I think this has made an impact on Missouri's offense this year, if you have to tend to, and you have to worry about, take your pick of whomever. I think you can make a case right now uh, with what's going on in Miami with Hill and Waddle. Mm -hmm. Certainly what we saw in St. Louis with Bruce and Holt, and then that had a trickle-down effect on Oz Akeem. Yep. 
Ricky Prohl. I know you still have a, a Drew Bennett jersey, even though they didn't overlap. You still like to think about that era and how fun it was. Don't we all? Oh, fun. <laughs> that uh, Then that means the best corner might have to tend to take your pick of whomever, and then that frees you up to play against somebody who might not have the skill to cover you. So, yeah, you cite Chase and Jefferson with LSU in that Burrow era, mm-hmm. uh, but Rams fans who are old enough can remember Holt and Bruce and what they did to defenses, along with teams, of course, having to worry about number 28 in the backfield, um, and to a lesser extent, first-round pick Trump candidate. So that is your Missouri news. You tell me on the timing thing, because you know I got all this baseball sound. Yeah. Wait, you tell me. You, I mean, you're the captain. I got I the A on my sweater. You got the C on your sweater. I think it's best if we break now and then go wow. into baseball Go into baseball in the next segment. All right, fair enough. We got all kinds of sound. Like sound, I was sending you at six in the morning saying, hey, pull this, pull this. Yeah. We got Bryce Harper. We got Orlando Arcia, because uh, he apparently tilted Bryce Harper following game two of the LDS. We got Clayton Kershaw. He's not happy with the playoff format. Jeff Passan's kind of given his opinion on the playoff format. The Dodgers are dead. The Twins are dead. The Bra- Braves are on their deathbed. Three teams with 100 wins this year in Major League Baseball. They all could be gone before getting to the uh, ALCS or NLCS, as the case might be. Uh, We will talk about that coming up on the other side of the break because Jackson's making me break. But maybe it's the responsible thing to do. Listen, you know what? Sometimes with the C on your sweater, you got to make the tough decisions. That's exactly right. And that's what you just did. There he is. That's our captain, Jackson Burkett. I'm Tim McKernan. This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and on Toyota on 101 ESPN and on YouTube. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. The program is presented to you by Monganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. My name is Tim McKernan. That is Action Jackson. Watch us via the Air Alliance team cameras on YouTube. It is the 101 ESPN channel on YouTube. Very active uh, chat in the YouTube. Jackson, you've been in there? I haven't. I've been, uh, you know, just getting ready for this hockey game. Tiny Peepee's in there. Johnny V's in there. Those are some heavy hitters. Jeff Rowe V. Jeff Rowe. Clayton Davis. CD. Two Rats Gaming. Is that what it is? Is it Two Rats Gaming or Gaming? Mm, I'm going to go with Gaming. Okay, because there's two M's in there and confuse me. I deep teased uh, this uh, baseball playoff discussion. You tell me which game you want to start with, and I'll give you my opinions. Let's go with the big headline grabber. That would be the Phillies and the Braves. Can I do a brief aside here? Oh, always. Okay. So Scott Van Pelt lost his voice, which is why Joe and Michelle Buck hosted pregame on Monday Night Football from uh, the Death Star in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. for the Packers and Raiders on Monday night. I like to watch SVP when I wake up in the morning before coming in here to entertain millions on HD2. Right. And I see he's not on, so now I got to watch these, you know, Mm. not Scott Van Pelt's host sports center. Right. If you were producing, and you're a great producer, as everybody who listens to this show knows, if you were producing SportsCenter last night, and you had three stories in what the kids call an A block at the University of Missouri Journalism School, which means your first block before going to a commercial, 
what would those three stories be and what would their order be? And go. Bryce Harper and staring down Orlando Arcia. Okay. I would go with the Diamondbacks vanquishing the, the Dodgers. 100-win Dodgers, gone. And then third, I would go with Bedard's second game. Interesting. Kind of mix it up a little. Here is what they actually went with. Uh, it was one of the Dodgers Diamondbacks first. Uh, and Twins Astros second. One of the, the might have been first or second. I don't remember. And this is gonna this is gonna hit close to home for you. Uh-huh. And I'm anxious to watch you defend it. You know what they went with third? Uh, NBA preseason. No. Oh, WNBA Finals, baby. Asia Wilson, Brianna Stewart. Now, deep down, do you mean this crap you're saying? I mean, I know or my. Are you- Pretending to be Dan Orlovsky right now. <laughs> I know that I enjoy it, but I understand that the masses might not be as passionate of a basketball fan as me. And when you have the major... You put Bryce Harper staring down Orlando Arcia at a packed ballpark in Philadelphia in the second block so you can put the WNBA Finals in the first block. You're going to look me in the eye and defend that? Uh, I mean, I'm not, but I can tell you that, you know, my interest is there, but I don't speak for the masses. You just told me Bryce Harper should be the lead, and now you're telling me, no, I get it. I like that Asia Wilson in the A block. Oh, I, I'm not saying I get it necessarily. I get that they have a big contract with the NBA That's and That's what WNBA. I was wondering. Is this documented anywhere? Because I'm dead serious. Well, now, honestly, I don't really care. Like, I get I Twitter you. likes by giving this opinion. You certainly can. <laughs> but, you know, just not where I'm looking to go with no, my career. But I was watching that and I'm going, did I miss it? You know, I'm up early. I've already had a couple cups of coffee. Sure. I have the the serenity at this moment of the children are asleep, my wife's asleep, and I'm going, did I miss? Did they lead with Harper and the Phillies? No, 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 no. Because then they come back from a break, and that's when they go with the Phillies and the Braves in the second block. And then I go, but that means that they put the WNBA Finals before. Is this documented? Like, does the NBA say, hey, you can be our rights holder, but here's the deal. I don't we, got, know. we got a little package deal. We got what? a little package deal. I would assume, and this is purely speculative, I don't think anything's been documented, but the NBA has a lot of deals with the NBA. The NBA... So the NBA has a lot of deals with the NBA. The NBA has a lot of deals with ESPN, I should it. say. And the NBA owns the WNBA. And so... Yeah, I would. Uh, I would understand that they have a lot of. Like de- here, in 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 the fine print of the agreement is, you must run the WNBA finals in the first block. Um, I, 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 for real, I could see that being there because otherwise, there's just no way. And by the way, I really don't care. Uh-huh. And I tr- I guess I'm not like, hold on a second. This is <laughs> this is invading my space as a man. Right. I don't give a damn. Shoving it down our throats. Absolutely. I could I could go out and do some tweeting right <laughs> yeah, now and get some likes. I need really some well. likes to validate me. Uh, but I'm going, this is obviously a business deal that is so dumb. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, it's. I would assume that there is a lot of... Because the NBA is probably the ESPN's biggest moneymaker. And so, yeah. What a strange little arrangement. Yeah. Shout out to Adrian Wilson, though. Thank you. I digress. Uh, what do we have here from the Phillies and the Braves? Bryce Harper went yard twice. Orlando Arcia, who... Uh, does not really speak English, was quoted 
by someone, and it got back to Harper and Nick Castellanos of the Phillies, that after Harper was doubled off of first base to end Game 2 in Atlanta, Orlando Arcia, of all people, was quoted as saying, attaboy Harper. That pissed off Bryce Harper, and so when he went yard two different times as he rounded first base and headed to second base and then rounded second base and headed to third, he stared at Arcia the entire time. Oh, yeah. Yep. What do we have for the people to hear, Jackson? Here's what Harper had to say after the game about uh, staring down Arcia. I mean, anytime anybody says something, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. Did you enjoy staring him down? Yeah, I mean, I stared right at him. There's that. Yeah. And then uh, we also have Arcia's comments about uh, the, his original comments getting back to Harper. Okay. Did you intend for it to get back to Harper when you saw him? No está supuesto escucharlo, por eso lo estamos celebrando en el clubhouse. Uh, he, he wasn't supposed to hear. That's why we were so That was where we were uh, talking in the clubhouse. Nice. Yeah, and I agree with him. It was a private conversation, but a reporter overheard it, and then it became bulletin board material for the Phillies. So uh, that was why Bryce Harper was staring him down as he rounded second uh, after each one of his two home runs last night. Castellanos also had one, and the Phillies absolutely beat the living hell out of the Braves. And so now, Jackson, uh, how many 100-win teams do we have in baseball this year? Three. The Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. Gone. The Los Angeles Dodgers. Lance Lynn giving up four home runs in the first inning. Tough. Gone. Gone. And now the Atlanta Braves with 104 wins. They finished uh, 14 games ahead of the Phillies in the all-important division races. They now are on their deathbed and will have to stave off elimination in front of a raucous uh, Citizens Bank tonight. Yeah. And they uh, an all-time offense in terms of their regular season this year. It's up there with any of the, you talk about murders or Yankees, any of those big-name teams you can think of, Braves are right up there with them. They were approaching 1,000 runs on yeah, the season. It's crazy. They scored 947 runs for the record. Um, and so after the Dodgers were vanquished last night by the Diamondbacks, and the Dodgers won 100 games and finished 16 games up on the Diamondbacks in this money-grab postseason that they're calling uh, an evolution for baseball's playoffs, uh, they were asked uh, what they thought about the playoffs and it being a disadvantage for the better teams with having to wait five days to play. Mookie Betts, who did not have a hit the entire series, said he didn't think it was the right time to talk about that. Clayton Kershaw did give his opinion. Here is what he had to say. Look, it's hard. I mean, pitching maybe not so much, but obviously offensively these guys are so used to playing every day. So um, I get it, extra teams and um, you know more money, all that stuff. I get it, but uh, I do think that I mean, I, I'm not a hitter, but it does seem like it's a bit of a challenge for guys. It's not an excuse, though. I mean, at the end of the day, we had a good opportunity, and, um, you know, we should have won two out of three, three out of five. There it is, Clayton Kershaw. More and more attention. I, this was something that I just kind of thought was my pet peeve, and now it's getting more and more attention, albeit results-oriented. But you could have a Phillies and Diamondbacks and LCS and an Astros and Rangers LCS, and ALCS, which is already locked in, and uh, the teams with the best records are all gone. And that is why I keep harping on this. If you want to tell people the regular season matters, you're seeing what winds right. up happening. The proof is in the pudding. Yeah, and I don't know what they're. I don't know what realistically they can do about it, but. 
it's diminishing the value of the regular season. Yeah, it's kind of like once you take that step forward in playoff expansion, you can't go back, you know, because now you're really taking away money. It's You could say that before they were taking away money by not having it. Well, once you do do it, there's no going back. And in actuality, it's more likely it gets re- more expansion than it does, you know, shrinking. So they can't really go back. I guess they can add things. I've, you know, you talked about yesterday with the one game uh, advantage for teams uh, who finish in first. But at the end of the day, like this is just kind of the reality. I guess you can make the series longer, but then if you're going to make the series longer, now you're going deeper and deeper into the colder months. What the what the concern is, and you heard Kershaw talk about it a little bit, it's not really an issue for the pitchers. Well, why? Because the pitchers wait five days or four right. days in between starts anyway. It's right. the hitters. And so last year, the NLCS was five versus six with the Padres and Phillies. And this year, if the Phillies beat the Braves, you would have the four versus five yeah. in the uh, NLCS. Yeah, and I get what Kershaw is saying, but, and again, results-oriented, but it seems like there's been a good amount of offense in the playoffs. I mean, you saw last night, the Phillies scored, what, 10 runs, and Diamondbacks hit four solos in the same inning. Like, I, I hear what he's saying on that, and it does make sense. But Well, but what he's saying is for the teams that, Right. have the days off. The Phillies weren't one of the teams with the days off. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's the fair. Orioles were one of the teams with the day off. Days yeah. off. The Orioles didn't hit at all right. in their series. So it's one of those things that p- people, when they hear it, especially right after a team got beat, they go, oh, they're whining. You know, but they're asked about it. I mean, those guys were asked about it. I saw Betts go, no comment. I don't want to get into it because he knows it's going to come off an excuse and he didn't get a hit. Right, yeah, it's tougher, yeah. So it will come off as an excuse, but you're starting to get to a point where you're going, okay, is there really something to this? And then mm-hmm. what do you do if you're baseball? Or do you just go, well, we have Jeff Passan. We have Passan, right? Here, here's what Passan said. I'm not going to sit here and suggest it's a, it's a good thing or a bad thing. I think it's just different things. I think the team that wins the World Series is not necessarily the best team in baseball. I think the best team in baseball is the team that plays best over 162 games. But it also shows to me the beauty of baseball that you can be the best team and that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win a tournament yeah i don't i'm a big baseball guy and i know passing is too i've known him for a while um i kind of feel like that's a that's something when you do like if you're in a political party you're like oh god the guy at the head of the political party just did something but we got to spin it that's spin it's not a good thing mm-hmm. it's not a good thing right. it's, it's just it you have teams take your pick of it's not about the market size not about the market size at all you have teams that won 84 games in the arizona diamondbacks and i know the cardinals won a world series when they won what 83 games in 2006 uh and they're they they gave it in a world series so then you sit there going what the hell's the point of of these, these, you know, regular season division yeah. titles. There's zero award. And then you would actually say what was supposed to be a reward, the days off, is turning out to be somehow a penalty. Right. Yeah. And I, and we often say, you know, well, you can't judge a hitter on a two or three game stretch, but that's all we judge teams off of when it comes to the playoffs. And so it's, you know, you, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth in a certain extent. And the reason I keep talking about it, and I, and I was talking about it before now, I guess, to become a, a national talking point, uh, which really just shows how many people listen to this show. But I talk about it as a baseball fan, and I'm going, this sucks. Mm-hmm. It sucks that you, you can have an incredible regular season, 
but then it becomes NCAA tournament time. And and listen, when it's when the NCAA tournament's going on, it's wonderful. It's not, but but it, it devalues the regular season. And that's not the way that baseball had been, but it's now the way the game is, and it's even worse now. But baseball, I'm sure, would point to the attendance going up because you had teams that were in the race all the way through the end of the year. Very few teams were out of it going into September. Mm. St. Louis was was one of them, but right. very few were. And then you get in, and hell, if you're one of the wild card teams, you might feel even better about your chances of winning the World Series and going, oh crap, we won the division and we have a bye. Right, right, yeah, because there's more days off. Yeah. Because the Astros, uh, I believe, were the only team with a bye that went to the LCS last year, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, and they would be the only team that had a bye this year if the Phillies win one of the next two games against the Braves to go to the LCS. It's crazy. So uh, that's you know that's a problem. And this isn't new. I mean, this is as I've said before. The Detroit Tigers in 2006 were like, yeah, it was a bad thing that we had to sit out a week in between the end of the ALCS and playing the Cardinals in Game One in Detroit. Your thoughts are welcome. Three one four three nine 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 six four six. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson, with you. The program is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN and on YouTube. This is Tori Krug, and it's game day on your home of the Blues, 101 ESPN. Blues game day is presented. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, Balloon Party 101 ESPN and on YouTube. Very active conversation in the YouTube chat. Come on in. It's the 101 ESPN channel presented to you by the Air Alliance team, the sponsor of our studio cameras here. Miss anything? Dobbs Tire and Auto Center's podcast. It's a balloon party taking you to the top of the hour before BK and Ferrario take over. And then seven hours. Blues pregame at Dallas to open up the season. What a test it will be. Can't wait. Can't yeah, I mean, wait. I'm starting to believe you. Can't wait. Looking I forward what to it. make of this. Uh, getting the season underway. Do you think you could fall in love with the game of hockey? I would be surprised. Okay. I would just generally be surprised. But, you know, can't rule it out. I've, I've watched playoff hockey plenty and really do enjoy it. Uh, regular season. I'll get there, though. I'll get there. Okay. I'll get there. You still, have you still canceled and not resubscribed to NBA's League Pass? As of right now, yeah. Um, that will kind of depend on the playing time that Kobe Brown and Demoy Hodge get for their respective Los Angeles franchises. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. more so, like if Kobe starts getting some serious minutes, I'm really going to have to watch the Clippers a lot. Are you going to flip over to the Chiefs and Broncos tonight? Oh, man. Taylor Swift, per the New York Post, will be at Arrowhead. Yeah, and she's got her movie coming out this week. So, so. you knew that she was going to do that. It's a good it's a good marketing play, I'm not going to lie, but she doesn't really need marketing plays. Um, I'll For a brief moment, uh, I have Travis Kelsey in a couple leagues. So it's questionable tonight. They say he's supposed to play, though. So he carries that designation. Whatever the New York the Post game. reports, I believe. That's, the, that's a good rule of thumb. They are the uh, North Star of journalism. So I agree. Yeah, I, uh, I think that. Yeah, I, I, I have a lot to watch tonight. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you would think, okay, well, the Chiefs will probably stomp on them, but there's some rain in the forecast on the west side of the state that is heading our way, and then the Hawk is expected to be up there. Mm. That of course can affect the passing game. Do you know the number on that game, Tim? I shouldn't ask questions I don't already know the answer to. Christopher Darden, Marsha Clark. I am. I'm beating myself up on that one. That's my so fault. That's uh, the fourth commandment. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs are minus 10.5. The total is 47.5. It's a low total. It's a low total for 
one high-powered offense. Uh, Ten and a half seems right. I remember before that Jets game, people were like, oh, the Chiefs, only three-point favorites, free money. Wow, the percentage of money right now. Heavy on the Broncos? The Broncos, 67%, I like that money likes dogs. Money likes dogs. Thursday night, I've, I've, I've decided I'm done betting Thursday night games. You're out. Too much variance. The short week, you don't know who's lingering injuries. It had been a trend for it to be big offensive output. And then I, I, I get the sense that that has slowed down a bit relative to the percentage of high-scoring games where defenses just didn't have a chance to catch up in those four days yeah, last in between week was, playing. Yeah, last week was an outlier on the, uh, the high-powered offense because both the Bears and Commanders don't really do that, and they right. decided to. But that could be a bad defense but, thing. But uh, wind can be really impactful to the passing game. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'll I monitor that game. I guess maybe then Pacheco would be a good little uh, sleeper oh, if you're looking Jackson, for some Jackson rushing props. People, Jackson maybe, the tout. Jackson the tout. Well, I think that's that's the chalk play. I mean, hearing that there's wind. And why, don't you, uh, why don't you differentiate from the field by going with Jarek McKinnon? It's a good play. It's a good play. The, the Chiefs are weird with their I mean, do you want to win or do you want to cash? It's up to you. Do you want to win or do you want to cash? Both. No, 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 no. I like cash. No, 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 no. Great. You know what? You go around once, brother. (laughs) Why do you clock in so early? Why do you leave late? Why do you do those extra reps? Why do you do those extra sets? So you can win, not Mm. so you can cash. You want to sit in a cubicle the rest of your life and play with yourself? That's up to you. But you know what we're here to do? We're here to win. And that's why we're doing an hour of midday radio. Because we're winning. Cut, cut that for a promo immediately. That's the one right there. Uh, Tim, do the blues preview again in your master's voice. Yes, yes. Oh, the uh, when I interrupted the uh, Doug Armstrong press conference yesterday. Yeah, I like that. They just told me to reset. You know what? They give orders, I follow them. I'm yeah. just a soldier. I'm a, you, you know what I am? I'm a cute little boy soldier is what they call me. And a good one at that. Thank you so much. Well, blues and stars this evening. Pre-game at 6 p.m. High expectations in Dallas for, well, the Stars, the Cowboys, and now the LCS-bound Texas Rangers. Jackson, the Mavericks. Mm. A lot of, there's, that team's deeper than you think. They think they see Kyrie and Luka, and they're like, that's all they have. Not true. They can hoop. Blues and Stars, tonight right here on 101 ESPN. Is that where Sagan's still on the Stars? Excuse me? Tyler Sagan. He's Why are we asking me questions that are right there in front of you? You're right. You're right. And especially when you just said to yourself, you know, I did that Christopher Darden, Marsha Clark thing where I asked a question of the witness that I didn't know an answer to and it blew up the case. Yeah, you're right. Parentheses no. in some people's opinion. I got to get better. I started out so hot. I know. Uh, with like dropping Kevin Hayes number knowledge on yeah, the people. And real quick, stars. Terrible uniforms. Yeah, I'll share that. Like we're a, on board with the Minnesota Twins home uniforms. Big time, yeah. The Stars look like junior hockey uniforms. Best college football uniform, go. Penn State. Wow. I love it. Worst college football uniform, go. Um, I, I, like, I'm going to say this, and this is going to sound like bad, but I really do like them. I just don't like what they're doing with them. I don't like what Notre Dame has been doing over the past 10 years, where they flip-flop wearing green and different shades of things green, like once every couple of years yeah but they've done some well you had a lot of anti-irish stuff lately <laughs> i've noticed i'm gonna keep an eye on you 
I want. I, I, might, I, I might use some of my burner accounts on Twitter to see if I can get you taken out. Did you not see my hear my preface beforehand? No, yeah, but you did. The, you did a little bit on the potato famine. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. BK and Ferrario are up next for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN and on YouTube. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan podcast, presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.